On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edison 30K Media. Uh, today is a super nice day and Sunday. It's here in Los Angeles. Uh, we're about to go to a car meet, but before that, this is my buddy Serge here. He drives his 1995 NSX, and uh, I'm going to have the honor of taking this to the car meet, but why don't I just talk to you guys a little bit about the car and maybe talk to Serge and, and you know have us give us some information about what he's done to it. So, Serge, yeah, tell me a little about this car, man. Uh, this is a 1995 uh, NSX T. The T stands for Targa. Uh, funny fact, um, they couldn't actually use the Targa naming uh, in some of the marketing and advertisements because it's actually a trademark owned by Porsche. So I found that to be pretty hilarious. Um, I've, uh, I've dreamt about this car since I was a kid. I remember the first time I saw one, uh, I was probably 11, 12 years old, and I was walking with my dad uh, in Bethesda, Maryland, uh, Moco, holla. And uh, what happened was uh, I saw an Acura dealership and there was this bright red car on a turntable inside the Acura dealership. And I remember like basically plastering my face into like the glass and just staring for like, I mean, it felt like hours, but it was just a couple minutes. And then my dad, he like, you know, turns around and he's like, oh, wow, somebody traded a Ferrari for an Acura about time. And I just like, and he didn't even know what it was. I didn't know what it was and he didn't know what it was. And then like, you know, there was no internet. So the best thing you could do was you go to the car show, like the, the actual like official DC auto show. And you see the same one, <laughs> like the red one on a turntable again. And then, then you find out what it is. And then ever since then, it was just like, that was my poster child. I mean, that was the, the car that was on every single wall yeah. I could get it on. And, um, I've owned this one for about four years, right, right. and uh, yeah, love it yeah. every single day. I'm just falling in love with it again. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, as you guys can tell, Serge is a, is, is a really, he's in the JDM cars. You can see his all track right here. He has an NSX. He has another Toyota somewhere parked in the street, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does this car drive compared to your other three? I mean, um, how, how do you like it? Well, the other Toyota is a truck, <laughs> so it drives better than that. Um, but uh, I think the, the best thing to say about it is balance. It's just it's a balanced car, and it goes beyond performance. Mm -hmm. um, first, like, hour I spent with it when I bought it, I drove it from San Diego up to Los Angeles. And I remember the whole time I was driving it, I just kept saying, I kept pitching myself for one thing, and then the other thing is, is I just kept saying, this is a modern car. And, like, and I think it's funny how, you know, I have an 80s car, I have a 90s car, two 90s cars, and I've, my first ever JDM car was a, it was an Alteza. It was actually from Japan. It was an IS, IS 300 here, but it was an Alteza in, uh, in Japan. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I loved about that car was that it was an 04, but you could pretty much kind of put it in any generation mm -hmm. of amazing handling, performance, you know, relatively good performance car for a small four-door. 
And that's kind of how I feel about the NSX, even though, of course, they're two separate, mm-hmm. different cars. The NSX is balanced, and it's also comfortable when you need it to be. It's sporty when you need it to be. It's absolutely a fun blast through the canyons. Or if you're sitting in traffic, just turn the AC on, yeah. have the Bose sound system you know, play NPR, mm-hmm. and you're content. Like, it's just, it's balanced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Forerunner, it's a great car. City is fine. Highway, you're just terrified of the fact that you're going a speed that you shouldn't be on huge tires and overloading the turbo. The Celica, it's a great car, but at the same time, like, you know, it squeaks, it rattles, like it's always got something wrong with it. Um, it's it's a well put together car, but it's it's the amount of effort you put into the the reliability that makes it yeah. a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NSX, yeah. you know, I've driven salvage ones, I've driven ones in horrible condition, and they still feel balanced. Like it's just it's it's a it's the way that the car was put together right, right. from day one. Um, unless you do something horrifically bad to it it's always going to be an NSX. It's always going to be rewarding. And I actually did a little bit of research. So like the whole body is aluminum. It has about like 270 horsepower. But like some people might say, oh, it's a supercar at that time. It might be too little. But when they drive it, it's like, it's kind of like an out-of-body experience. You feel so different in it. It kind of justifies itself. Yeah, it's super low. Um, it's basically got like a canopy-inspired uh, interior, you know, glass. It's, it's very open. It's very like, you know, you can see if, any, if there are no SUVs around, you can see everything. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the driving this thing at night is like a whole different experience because yeah. it's lower to the ground. And if you're in, like in between two Escalades, mm-hmm. it, it becomes claustrophobic really quick. But um, from the perspective of just uh, you know what, what it means and, and the aluminum and, and the supercarness of it, I think that you know people who say that it's not a supercar, they have a point. But to me, it's like it's more than a sports car. And if it's more than a sports car, then that means we have to look at some other attributes that this car had right, back right. when it was in, in new in 91 or mm-hmm. before the Targa and then just the regular coupe. It was a groundbreaking car for a lot of reasons. And also because Honda didn't really pull back on a lot of things. They actually went through and developed a lot of technology that they didn't have to if they wanted to sell it cheaper mm-hmm. as a sports car. Mm-hmm. And you know, for that, you can always compare it with like an MR2. MR2, that's an amazing sports car. There's absolutely, I, there's nothing wrong I can say about the MR2, but it's missing that supercar niche that the NSX has, which is new technology, a, a new way of developing a Japanese car in terms of aluminum, the production, the handcrafting. So in that regard, I think I would certainly say that it's still and is a supercar. Great. The last question is, uh, sir, to, for anybody else here that's looking for an NSX, I wanted to buy one, what, what advice would you give them? What would they need to look for in, for the long-term um, you know, care of it? Um, join, and I can't stress this enough. This is actually the same for any car you buy. Join a forum and, and heavily invest yourself in that forum for at least a month. And I mean this. Like, seriously, any car you buy, whether it's a Volkswagen R32 GTI, if it's a De Tomaso Pantera, if it's a it's a McLaren. You, you join the forum and you see what people talk about. You get a sense for what the current issues are with owners and then what they would like do, uh, do differently or what the, what the regrets are. And then finally, catch some good deals. There's some people on forums that want to sell to enthusiasts. And I would hands down always buy from an enthusiast than from, you know, uh, a big dealer or you know like something that you know just doesn't feel personal Mm -hmm. it's it's an important any car that you buy should be 
uh, a very personal thing to you, unless mm -hmm. you're you know freak, freaking flipping them, which is fine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. people are allowed to do whatever. But yeah, join a forum, uh, find out what people uh, talk about in mm -hmm. terms of you know problem areas, mm -hmm. and then honestly be prepared to walk away. The first one is not going to be. This was not the first NSX that I drove that I bought. Mm -hmm. um, I this is probably the third or the fourth. And again, this one that I bought came from a dedicated enthusiast mm -hmm. off of the forum. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't through Craigslist, it wasn't through AutoTrader or eBay. This was actually off the NSX Prime, uh, shout out to NSX Prime uh, forum. And that's, I think, how you should do, the same thing with the Forerunner, same thing with the um, Alltrack. Like, mm -hmm. these are all cars that came from an enthusiast to hopefully a deserving enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for, uh, you know, tuning in. I guess we'll take this car out and, uh, you know, Please feel free to leave me some comments, subscribe, uh, check out his Instagram page too, and uh, hopefully I'll try to convince him to create his own YouTube channel. <laughs> but Serge, thanks, man. All right, see you guys. See you guys later.